Welcome back to The Morning Elixir, a podcast created to bring more magic into your life by showing you the many ways that you are already magic. Happy New Year. I know I took a little break. I think the last episode I posted, not I think, I know the last episode that I posted was on Thanksgiving and then the end of the year just happens really quickly and I decided to try to do something that I preach to other people, which is taking a few steps back to see what comes up so that I could re-enter this podcast and create some things with a fresh perspective. So I took about a month off of really creating anything and it definitely worked. I have probably more ideas than I've ever had now. So it was nice to take a little break, but I'm happy to be back. I've been thinking about doing this a lot, a lot, a lot. And it's funny creating these podcasts and actually creating anything. um, You think about it so much and I'm constantly running ideas through my head and constantly thinking about information that could potentially potentially be valuable and how to frame it. But then the moment comes to do it and the procrastination bit is so real. I think this is true for any type of artist or creative. I mean, maybe not everyone. Props to you if you get an idea and you can just sit down and do it. It's hard, but I've been getting ready to record this and then all of a sudden I was going to do it and I found myself in the bathroom flossing, not dancing, but like flossing my teeth and I just looked at myself in the mirror and thought, you are so insane. Just go sit down. Anyway, I'm here. I made it. Um... And happy new year. It's it's round two, year two of the morning elixir. I'm so excited. I got almost um, 4,500 downloads last year, which is so great and more than I expected. And it really gave me the confidence and the little boost just to know that this project is so fun for me, but I think it also carries value and that's really special and i really appreciate all of the feedback and all of the support and um you listening so thank you so much it really it really means so much to me um so it probably comes as no surprise that because this is the first morning elixir episode of 2019 i want to talk a little bit about the new year and give you some ideas to think about moving forward Pretty predictable, I know, but have to do it. This only happens once a year. Sorry, motorcycles. I'm not sure if you guys can hear that. Okay, so through this episode, I'm going to kind of work it through two phases. In the first part, I want to reflect back on 2018 and pull out some of the main energy and themes that I saw throughout that year. Um, And then I'm also going to wrap it together with some information that I got from a kind of online teacher of mine for things to think about. And then the second part, we'll be talking about the key theme and kind of energy that I see moving into the year 2019. So our current year 
And the intention here is really to help you guys maybe pause, reflect, think back for a minute so that you have some good foundational ideas of how how to carry your energy forward into this new time. Um, And you find magic in it, of course. We're all about magic here, practical magic. Okay, so... 2018, I spent some time just writing, reflecting, thinking, doing all those introverted, hermity things that I love to do. And the theme that I came up with, the overarching theme for 2018, is this idea of the looking glass. And I love the term, first of all, the looking glass, because you think about something that, I mean, visually what pops up in my mind is kind of a magnifying glass. So your vision kind of being blown out of proportion a little bit and maybe seeing things more clearly or maybe exaggerated or maybe in a slightly new way. And then, of course, the looking glass is also a book. It's actually Lewis Carroll's sequel to um, Alice in Wonderland. And I admittedly have not read uh, the Looking Glass. I haven't even read Alice in Wonderland. I've only seen the movies, but I spark noted it, and it's not far off of my theme. <laughs> in, in the Looking Glass book, she Alice ventures through this mirror. She finds a mirror, and then she figures out that she's actually able to step through the mirror. And it's similar to Wonderland, but she walks through her reflection and ends up in this land where everything is similar but a little bit contorted. Like it's entirely different perspective on the world that she once knew. So I love that concept and that theme. And that really is how I felt last year 2018 was. Um, and I'll give you some examples so that you can kind of see if this makes sense for you as well. Off the bat, it was a really fun year. I thought 2018 had a lot of really great energy. I traveled a ton, which was really awesome. I met a lot of new people. Um, It just was a it was a good year, and I think it's taken some time for me personally to bounce back from like a couple really tough ones. But I feel like 2018, I kind of got my mojo. (laughs) Got I felt a little bit more a little bit more settled, but it was kind of centered around these pivotal quote-unquote looking glass moments and what I mean by that or I I had different experiences where I was able to glimpse into what I'm calling my personal potential that I didn't really know was there before this year because I never had a chance to see it so a few examples of this are first and foremost this podcast I had the idea to create this for a you know a year before a year ago so like two years ago and then um, getting up the courage to actually do it and to actually make it and turn it into something and have people listen to it that's a really big looking glass moment for me from last year because it really changed my perception of oh I can create something like that and I can do something like this and I can have a voice and people will listen to it. And I didn't know that that could be part of my reality before. So that was a big one. Um, A second big one was going to Asia for the first time. I went to Chiang Mai in October and Asia has been a very far away place in my brain. I'm like, oh, it's so far. If I go there, I'll I'll need to go for at least a month. And um, lo and behold, none of that is true. It's fully accessible. You can get there. You can find affordable ways to get there. And it's so brilliant. And I absolutely want to go back. So that was another big one. Just so much more, you know, magic and experience and things lie in Asia and that part of the world. The third is getting a job that I like. 
and I've had a million jobs and I've liked a lot of my jobs, but I've never had a job that resonated um, so well with who I am in the way that I like to work, in the way that I feel productive and like I could give back to a company. So that was a big one for career teaching yoga, having a regular yoga class on a studio or with a studio that I really respect and really enjoy going to. Another big one, before this year, I never knew that I had the strength to hold a room and to teach someone something. And so that was another change of perspective. And then the fifth one is this idea of feeling more comfortable with my personal alignment and who I am. I've gotten some really clear glimpses of things that make me feel really comfortable and things that really don't. And I've gotten so much better at being honest about that and saying no. And that is just a glimpse of everything good that comes alongside that. So that was another big pivotal moment for me in 2018. Um, And those are just five. I mean, those are definitely the biggest ones. And that's absolutely enough. It was just such a great year and it gave me a really interesting place to build from because now I'm able to see like Alice all of these things that I didn't know or understand that they could be a reality for me before um so now the fun part I'm going to pull in some thoughts from a woman a teacher that I really like her name is Lindsay Mack and she specializes in tarot which and also overlays it with astrology and numerology she's based in new york she's based in williamsburg and i've never met her in person but um i've been studying the tarot (laughs) which is a funny thing to say it sounds like i've been i've been practicing it and reading about it for about two years now and it was because two of my friends went to one of Lindsay's classes and they were talking about how cool it was so that's why i started doing it too Um, But she gave a really great analysis of 2018 and then some key things to keep in mind for 2019 based on energetics and numbers and tarot. And I'm going to talk about her two times. I'm going to weave her into information for 2018 and then also bring her into the outlook on 2019. But I want to have a disclaimer before I bring her information in. Um, that I always want the information on this podcast to be very grounded and very centered and very practical. I absolutely love spirituality and mysticism and all of those things. And I personally believe in everything because it all just makes so much sense to me. It's kind of spirituality and these types of thoughts are an easy way for me to make sense of the world and understand what's happening and understand how I can fit in. That said, I'm fully aware that that is not the case for everyone, that a lot of people look at these different types of practices and they don't resonate with them or they don't think that it's real or you know, they just want to write it off. And, and that is also so, so okay. Like I would never judge someone or for not believing in this and I think what you believe in is fully up to you and it works for you that said I do think that these mediums if you just throw away whether or not they're quote-unquote real they're a very productive way to introduce these overarching themes or ideas to a person to help them think about something in a new way or think about something a little bit differently to maybe shift a thought pattern or shift a behavior. So 
that's my intention with talking about this stuff. It's not to have you believe in, you know, secret numbers or believe that guides show you tarot cards or or whatever. That's not the idea. The idea here is to introduce a a thought that could help you see something in a new way. Almost like story medicine in a sense. That's basically what this is. So, that's my disclaimer. It's, I'll probably say it again at some point because I'll be talking about these types of practices a little more in other pods because they're fun. But anyway, so Lindsay Mack in 2018, she um, broke down the year in numbers, correlated those numbers to the tarot cards, which I'll briefly hit on. But her big theme for last year is that 2018 was a year of breaking things down and then clearing them out. And she said that shit going down is the impetus for evolution. So I think that Lindsay experienced many similar things that a lot of us did last year, but in a way that was a little bit more harsh, a little bit more um, like things actually falling to pieces. And then you have to kind of clear, get rid of those things. But this is still so in line with this looking glass idea because when Alice went through the mirror, her current perception of everything was broken and it had to be shifted and replaced with this new way of seeing. And I think um, it's possible that there's, you know, there's different scales, there's different ways for this to happen. But even with me, my perception that I can't have a voice or carry a room or be brave enough to do that was completely shattered. It's been completely shattered and I have to accept that this is something that speaks to me that I want to do, and I actually can be brave enough and capable to do it. So it all still fits into that same idea, but I thought that her way of putting it was really interesting. Shit going down is the impetus for evolution. It's unfortunate, but it's so true. That's just a a big part of the, um, or it's the nature of the world that we live in. It's this idea of duality. You know, before any light, there has to come darkness. Before you really change and, and up-level something, you kind of have to break it down. You have to shift old perceptions. You have to do all of this stuff before you can get in the new. So that was her um, theme. What else was interesting to me in her breakdown? Okay, so the numerology of the year. Love numbers. They're so fun. But 2018, if you add up all the digits, 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 8, you get the number 11. Um, 11 is a powerhouse number whenever it shows up in this practice. And the number 11 stands for ascension. And what you, some of you are likely thinking, oh, ascension, you think like shooting up into the heavens or enlightenment and that type of thing. It's actually not exactly that in this instance ascension as it relates to the number 11 it means that things are put in front of you to help you hone in on on your truth on who you are so it's not even fine-tuning who you are so that you can quote-unquote ascend but it's more attuning to the truth of of your person the truth of what you want and what resonates with you and what's honest for you so that was the theme. And again, that falls back into this looking glass idea of, of shaking things up and seeing things differently and hopefully hopefully, seeing things that are in line with your truth. Um, the year 2018 was ruled by Leo and Libra, 
which again is all about speaking your truth. That's kind of the energy of these signs, especially Leo. Speaking your truth, living in your truth, shining in your truth is Leo. And then Libra is a lot about changeability. And changeability is another way of saying pivoting, experimenting, um, and playing around with the truth that you have discovered from your Leo side. So that's her take. I think it's all very cool. It's an interesting way to think about the year. I tested this idea out with some people on my newsletter and it seemed to resonate well with them. So I hope that it resonates with you. But even if it doesn't, my little mini task for you right now is to think back on 2018 and think about any key quote unquote looking glass moments that you had. Um, Something that helped you change the way that you see yourself whether it's in terms of relationships and hobby and career and whatever it is, what were your big looking glass moments? And the reason why I'm asking is because those moments are, of course, a key part of 2019, our new year, our new fresh year, which I have decided to call the skeleton year. I'm excited about this idea, uh, clearly. So why the skeleton year? Um, Off the bat, the sense that I get before reading anything, before watching videos, before doing anything, 2019 feels to me like a lot more of an introverted, kind of heads down, um, worky year. It feels like it's going to be a little bit less fun in the energetic, like extroverted travel way that 2018 was. I traveled so much. My sister went to like 18 different places last year. It was just a fun year. I don't know, but I feel like 2019 isn't going to be that way. 2019, not that it won't be fun, but it's just going to be more about like personal deep work to set things up. Um, but to set something up that's really important that the looking glass moments of 2018 to help us set something up to make those moments more tangible and to make those moments our reality And I was thinking about what that looks like, and I was thinking about the word scaffolding, but that's not really it. And then this idea of the skeleton came to my mind um, because when I learned about bones, well, let me pause for a second. Think about how I'm going to phrase this. Okay, when I was doing my teacher training, we had a series of anatomy lessons and I was excited to learn about things like the brain and you know blood and muscles and all of that stuff. But our first lesson was in was all about bones and I didn't really think much about bones. I thought that bones would probably be the least interesting part of the human body. I don't know. I guess I'd always just kind of overlooked my bones, which I I regret. I love you bones. But what I learned from that lecture is that bones are so interesting and they might actually be the most, one of the most interesting things about the human body because they are so simple, but they're so intelligently created. They fit together perfectly in a way. They're malleable just enough in a way that they can support our entire body for our whole lives. And they can protect the things that need to be protected and they can give space for the things that need space and they can grow with us and they can support us. And it's just a really beautiful thing. But the skeleton on its own does seem so, it seems so bare. Um, 
but without our bones, we would be nothing. We would just be a pile of mush. It wouldn't matter how interesting our neurosystem is or how interesting our brain is or our blood because none of it could do anything without our bones. We need our bones. And that, to me, is the energy of 2019. I feel like the energy of 2019 is creating a skeleton for those insights that we got in the looking glass. So a personal example, me with this podcast, it's like, okay, 2018, I did it. I put it out there. I tried it. I got great feedback. It felt really good. So now 2019, I want to figure out how to make this work. I want to be thoughtful and diligent about how I'm building this so that I can build something that can stand alongside me, that can really embody what I want it to be. And I don't want it to be thoughtless. I want it to be very consciously created. And that is, again, this vibe that I'm getting for 2019 through and through, through all the things, through relationships, through career, like anything that you want to create in this year, I think it is this time for diligent, thoughtful, slow and concentrated creation. So that was my thought. And then I went over to Lindsay Mack and got her insights for 2019 and they were super parallel, but in a slightly different way. So these are her key insights for the year. Um, her a big theme, which I loved, is she said 2019 is a year to cultivate practices to sit at a red light and stay without blowing through the red light. And what this says is it's about going, but it's also about being okay with stopping. And being okay with taking that moment of pause like I took in December so that you can move forward in a way that's that's safe and more conscious and more aligned. And she said that it's more of a response energy this year and it's less of an initiation. Like it's less of a do, 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 go, go, go. It's more of this kind of moving in a way that's slow and really conscious to create something as brilliant as a skeleton. It takes a long time to make those bones. And even after you're born, they still have to keep kind of filling out and you know all of the collagen and all of the tiny little particles that make them solid, they're still being made. Um, so that was, a, that was a big part of what she said. Let me see here. I'm pulling more. Okay. So the numerology for 2019, if you add up two, zero, one, and nine, the number that you get is 12. And the number 12 is a symbolic of, it's, okay, how do I describe this? There's 12 months in a year. And there's 12 signs in the zodiac. So the number 12 is kind of the result of this cycle. It's kind of the completion of a full cycle of things. So 12 is a calendar year. 12 is the um, complete zodiac. And if you think about it in terms of the skeleton, 12 is the skeleton. It's like all of these little moments that are being built and pulled together in order to create this foundational thing. The year isn't everything that the year encompasses. 
the year isn't what the year is. Whoa, this is getting really macro. Stay with me. But the year is the structure that holds all of the tiny moments and events that occur within the year. The zodiac isn't just the zodiac. The zodiac is the structure that holds all of the stories, all of the different signs, all of the filling for inside of that. Does that make sense? I don't know. If it if it did, great. If not, throw it away. That one just bopped into my brain. So that's the number 12. The number three, and you get the number three from adding one and two together. And the reason why we didn't do that with 11 is because 11 is this kind of ascension spirit number on its own. So you just take 11 as it is. But the number three is all about new beginnings and communication. And it's interesting too. So a skeleton is a new beginning. It's a new structure for something else to be created. I'm going to pull in the tarot a little bit with 2019 as well because it's. I think this is interesting. So the number 12 in the tarot correlates to the hanged man card. And the hanged man is this guy that's hanging upside down and he has a halo around his head and this card symbolizes the release of ego and it comes right before the death card and it's basically about um letting go of all of your thoughts all of your clutter and just accepting what is so it's kind of accepting that truth again if you were to shed everything away what is the essence of what's there um and then the number three which is the second number, is ruled by the empress. And the empress is symbolic for this idea of receptivity. So it's about taking everything in. It's all about receiving. And when you're about ready to create, receiving is equally as important as the doing. For a skeleton to be built, you have to receive all of the nutrients. You have to receive the time. You have to receive the innate like chi or intelligence of the body to start building and pulling together all of those things to create what it is. Um, so I thought the tarot was an interesting pull in for that one. So 2019, how can you start to build your skeleton in a way that's a little bit slower, a little bit more conscious, more connected, that drops out that ego with this idea that you're creating something so brilliant, it can withstand your, your, mean your purpose almost. It can stand, withstand whatever it is that you want to grow or that you want to have grow alongside you. Um, a couple of personal mantras that I'm pulling with me for this year or that I'll share with you. The first one is do less, be more. And I kept hearing this a lot at the end of last year. And this really ties into the Empress and to this idea of sitting at the stoplight. And in the end of last year, taking these moments of pause and just being and embodying what it is that and just embodying your truth, like embodying those moments that made you feel really good in 2018 and, and what that is, how can you live in that space a little bit more so that you can let the fog kind of clear away, you can let the sense of urgency clear away, and then build from that space. You're building from a space of embodiment and being. You're not building from a space of sense of urgency and like initiation to do, 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 go, go, go. It's different. It's a different type of creation. So that's number one. And then my second mantra for 2019, a personal favorite, if it isn't a hell yes, it's a hell no. 
And this mantra challenges you to only say yes to the things that you really, really want to say yes to. And it's discerning between activities to only do things that, again, are in alignment with your personal truth, that are honest with who you are and honest with what you want to create. And I love the term discernment. And I think that's just another, it's a great word to carry with you into this year or anytime. Discernment to me is a very intellectual way of making decisions. Um, it's decision making in the way that will benefit you the very most and just being really honest about that. And this personal mantra is also a really great way to budget. <laughs> if you start saying no to the activities that you're like, eh, I could go to that, but I don't really want to just say no. It's a hell no. Um, okay. So that's it for this episode. I hope that I gave you guys some interesting things to think about with this new year, this new start. As always, I just, I really wish the best for everyone. And thank you so much for listening. I have so much more to come. Taking a pause is a really great way to get a lot of fresh creative energy. I will say that. So maybe that can be your takeaway from this episode. Extra resources, I will link, of course, below. I will link you guys to Lindsay Mack and specifically her podcast episode where she talked more about all of these ideas really, really in depth. I really just scratched the surface, but she's awesome. And if you're interested in tarot at all, um, she's a really great person to learn from. So yeah, that's it. If you like this episode, please rate and review me on iTunes, share it with a friend. Um, you can go to my website, www.kristend.com to sign up for my newsletter. I'm also going to start writing more. I have two blog posts up, so nothing really yet, but there will be more content on there. And that's all. Have a lovely day and I will talk to you guys again soon. Bye.